0: Sometimes you are in a dark place, and getting out of that is hard. Reaching out for help is, well, difficult. What will people think? Are you weak? You tell yourself to be strong. Finally, you find the courage to reach out, but where do you find the right resources, and can you afford the help you need? Are you tired of the high cost of healthcare? Are you overwhelmed trying to navigate a complicated healthcare system? Welcome to Get Savvy, demystifying healthcare weekly podcast where we take complicated healthcare topics and make them simple. Imagine if you could stop feeling paralyzed with fear and frustration and instead be empowered to make smart healthcare decisions for you and your family. Get Savvy with your host, Sandy Kibling, a healthcare professional changing how healthcare knowledge is shared. Hello and welcome to episode 21, mental health options, getting care with limited funds or no insurance. With most people struggling to pay for health care insurance and in some cases choosing to go without and self-paying for mental health services, it can be expensive. But going without the help you need can have significant and potential negative impacts on your mental health as well. Today, we are going to discuss, one, the types of mental health therapy services, two, the cost of mental health services, and three, finding affordable options for mental health care. Let's start with talking about the types of mental health care. No matter what your situation is, help is out there. Mental health counselors have the tools to help you manage moments of uncertainty and mental well-being, whether you need help managing psychological and behavioral health issues such as stress, anxiety, depression, and trauma. You can get mental health services through health insurance providers, Medicaid, or private therapists, to name a few. We're going to take a look at more of these options later in the podcast, and I'll also be providing some key resources. Mental illness treatment can take place in a variety of settings with a variety of different therapy techniques. The therapy typically involves a multidisciplinary team of providers such as counselors, psychologists, psychiatrists, nurses, mental health aides, and peer support professionals. One of the settings that you can get therapy in is, of course, the psychiatric hospitalization. Now, this treatment can typically consist of stabilization, close monitoring, medication, administration of fluids and nutrition, and other necessary emergency care. People may be voluntarily or involuntarily hospitalized. A person may be involuntarily hospitalized when they are either severely disabled or a danger to themselves or others. A person who is a candidate for psychiatric hospitalization may have severe mental health symptoms, hallucinations or delusions, suicidal or homicidal ideation, not slept or eaten for days, or they've lost the ability to care for themselves due to mental health symptoms. There's also inpatient treatment, which may be also referred to as residential mental health treatment. This care typically takes place in a residential facility on a 24-7 basis. The level of care is best suited for those who need constant medical supervision, as well as those with relatively severe long-term symptoms who have not shown significant progress after outpatient mental health intervention. Mental illness treatment at an inpatient facility typically consists of individual psychotherapy, counseling, group therapy, medication, medical supervision, recreational therapies, and complementary therapies such as yoga or meditation. There's also outpatient mental health treatment. This treatment does not require participants to live at the treatment center. Instead, participants visit the treatment center or therapist's office on certain days of the week. Outpatient mental illness treatment is best suited for those with mild to moderate symptoms, they have a solid support system, and they have the ability to function outside of the treatment environment. Many different types of mental health treatment options that are offered include individual group family therapy, support groups, intensive outpatient care, in some cases partial hospitalization, and psychiatric medications and outpatient medical management. There's also dual diagnosis treatment. This treatment offers comprehensive mental health services for those struggling with both a mental health condition and an addiction or substance use disorder. Dual diagnosis diagnosis treatment addresses and treats both conditions simultaneously. For example, if an addicted person has an alcohol problem as well as anxiety disorder, they may relapse to self-medicate the unmanaged anxiety. By treating the underlying mental health condition and traumas that contribute to the addiction, this can help prevent relapse and maintain sobriety for a more positive long-term solution. There's also psychotherapy, or also referred to as talk therapy. It treats a wide range of mental health conditions and is offered in both inpatient and outpatient patient settings. During talk therapy, a person or group discusses their issues with a therapist who can help them process their feelings and learn new coping skills. There are many different types of psychotherapy. There's individual therapy, which is a form of talk therapy where an individual works one on one with a therapist to address those unresolved feelings, traumas, and mental health problems using a variety of different strategies and approaches. Group therapy is typically led by a therapist and consists of various number of participants. The group therapy is usually focused on a specific topic that every one of the group is working on. For example, a therapist may lead a group therapy session on anger management, postpartum depression, or suicide. There's also family therapy. Family therapy is a form of psychotherapy where family members meet with therapists to resolve issues. Family therapy is often conducted by a licensed marriage counselor or family therapist who specializes in family therapy. There's also medication management. Now, this care can be used to treat the symptoms of mental illness. Medications are often used in combination with psychotherapy and are offered in both inpatient and outpatient mental health settings. Medications used for mental health treatment include antidepressants, which are used to treat the symptoms of depression. But in some cases, they may also be prescribed for anxiety or insomnia. Anti-anxiety medications um, can help people who suffer from generalized anxiety, social anxiety, or panic attacks. These drugs are only meant to be used in the short term, as long-term use can lead to dependence and addiction. Mood stabilizers. Mood stabilizers are commonly prescribed for people with bipolar disorder and related mood disorders to stabilize the mood and prevent significant mood swings um, or depression. And finally, there's antipsychotics, which are typically prescribed to treat schizophrenia and other psychotic disorders, and may sometimes be prescribed to individuals with bipolar disorder who are, who are exhibiting psychotic symptoms, often an example of that would be a manic uh, depression episode. As always, I'm not a clinician, but want to provide the awareness of what options are out there, but as always, speak with your provider for the best options for you. There's also 12-step programs and support groups. These programs may be a good complementary therapy for people who are already undergoing psychotherapy and or taking medication. These groups are available for people dealing with a wide range of mental or behavioral health and substance abuse problems, including alcohol and drug abuse, gambling, video gaming, and other behavioral addictions, anxiety and depression, and eating disorders. Now let's talk about the cost of mental health services. If you need a therapy session and have no insurance, know that there are options for you. Let's start by looking at what the cost is. The amount you pay is really based on the type of therapy and other factors, but on average, expect to pay $100 to $200 for one hour session in most parts of the US. The American Psychological Association estimates that it takes 15 to 20 sessions to see improvement from therapy, but most people see meaningful results over a longer period of time, like 20 to 30 sessions. How the therapy will typically start is there'll be an initial assessment. Your therapist will create a treatment plan. For example, he or she may recommend 20 sessions. So if each session is $150, your total cost would be about $3,000. If you need additional sessions, that will increase your out-of-pocket cost. So it's important to, a good idea to discuss the treatment length with your therapist to help you better, be better prepared to make the most of each session and get the treatment you need, but also be aware there's more affordable mental health options that we'll discuss in just a bit. So don't let that pricing be uh, discouraging to you. We're going to provide some key resources at the, uh, toward the end of the podcast. It's also important to know what factors also affect the cost of therapy. So there are many factors. One could be treatment type. Are you having individual, couples therapy, and group therapy may have different fees. Um, Therapist expertise. A highly trained therapist with many years of experience may charge more than one with less experience. A therapist specialty. Treatment with a therapist specializing in a specific or challenging mental health condition may be more expensive. A therapist reputation. It may cost more to receive treatment from a highly regarded specialist who's in demand. The location of therapy. Treatment fees are highly are usually higher in cities with higher living cost. Treatment length. Kind of a no-brainer, but a 15-minute session will cost less than a 30-minute session. Finally, online versus in-person therapy. Virtual therapy is often cheaper than in-person sessions. So now that you know about the cost, how do you find the mental health services you need? There are several ways that you can go about doing this. One, you can ask your health insurance company for a list of covered providers or use a provider directory. Two, you can seek a referral or recommendation from your primary care provider. Three, you can always ask trusted friends, family, or clergy. Four, you can check to see whether your company's employee assistant program or student health center offers any mental health services or ask for a referral. Five, you can contact a local or national mental health organization by phone or on the internet, such as the National Alliance on Mental Illness. I'll make sure and add a link to all these resources I'm mentioning in the show notes. Finally, you can obviously search on the internet for professional associations that have directories of mental health providers, such as the American Medical Association, the American Psychiatric Association, and a few others that I will include. And now let's move on and talk about some affordable therapy resources, because if you're concerned about paying for care, that can be challenging, and I want to make sure that you know about the options, more affordable options, I should say, that may be available to you. Now I'm gonna talk about a few of these options, but in some cases I'm gonna mention what the pricing is and know that that's a price at the time of this recording, but it changes all the time. So make sure you click on that link. Again, I provide a transcript, so the links will be in there, so you can go directly to that resource to get the latest information. Let's talk about apps. One of the uh, top apps that's been getting a lot of airtime is Talkspace. At the time of the recording, it costs can range from 69 to 129 a week, depending on your subscription plan, but it's really best for those consistent teletherapy appointments. There are more than 3,000 counselors available with expertise in conditions and concerns like depression, anxiety, addiction, and more. It, it, the plan includes text, video, audio messaging, and live sessions as well. Another app is called BetterHelp. The cost it's $60 to $90 a week. It's billed monthly, and usually they have a low flat fee for unlimited therapy with your therapist. This is also focused on teletherapy appointments, but they also talk about, along the website, about some financial aid options as well. Better Health is that online teletherapy platform. It offers 24-7 access to mental health professionals. You can have therapy appointments via text, live chat, phone calls, and video calls. Moving on to directories, onlinetherapy.com, it is um, a directory that exclusively lists the best online therapists in the world. Each online therapist is thoroughly researched to ensure they have sufficient education, experience, and online therapy training to effectively serve clients. Another directory option is findtreatment.gov. It's free and it helps you Actually, this resource and and viewing it prior to this, to recording this podcast, I was really impressed with all of the options that they have. And they also really focus on finding that a treatment for addiction that may be within your budget. This um, option is part of the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration, and again, that website is going to allow you to search for a sliding scale therapist, meaning how, what you can pay on your budget, addiction treatment options who practice in cities across the nation. You can put in your zip code and find some options available to you for you. And rates will be determined by your income. So make sure to check that out. And there's also a number you can call if you prefer to talk to someone. And I'll make sure to include that in uh, the show notes as well. There's also Open Path Psychotherapy Collective. Um, cost on, a ver- on an average could be $40 to $70, depending on the session. Um, it's also best, it's best used for affordable um, in-person or online psychotherapy. So this group is a nonprofit nationwide network of mental health professionals dedicated to providing in-office and online mental health care at a steeply re- to reduced rate to clients in need. OpenPath provides middle and lower income level clients with affordable mental health care options. They also have a quick video that I'll link to that walks you through the process. There are also support group resources. Mental Health America lists specialized support groups resources on their webpage. Let's say you have a loved one that has recently been diagnosed with a health condition like cancer, diabetes, diabetes. They can actually go here and find a support group that they can can meet with and get the support that they need. Now, there's also free or low-income mental health services. So if you don't have health insurance and you can't pay out of pocket for mental health care, low-fee or free community mental health clinics can provide the care you need. In fact, I was just listening um, on the news in my state of Colorado and one of the community health centers just received a grant of $4 million to hire mental health staff to support the needs of our community. So make sure that you check out these community health options. They're getting grants. Granted, it's different for different states, but these grants may allow them to provide you that low cost or free services that you need. I will add the link to where you can actually search for a community cl- uh, clinic near you. All you have to do is put in your zip code and you'll get a list of options. These community health clinics are staffed by psychotherapists and psychologists, but they often use student psychologists, student mental health counselors, and student social workers who are supervised by licensed, experienced professionals. And again, services are often provided at no cost or a remarkably reduced rate. You can also find clinics in your local area on the National Alliance on Mental um, Illness website as well as mentalhealth.gov. I would also add I covered a lot of this information in episode 19, no healthcare insurance, what are your options? So make sure and check that out as well. Finally, if the situation just becomes too overwhelming and you or someone you know needs help urgently, there are options for you that are also no cost. One is the Crisis Text Line. This is a free service available to anyone who's experiencing a mental health crisis. This can include feeling like you need need or want to talk with someone about something that's causing you stress, anxiety, or discomfort, or if you're contemplating self-harm or having suicidal thoughts. All you have to do is text HOME to 741-741 from anywhere in the United States, anytime. A live-trained crisis counselor receives the text and responds, and all from a secure online platform. That volunteer helps you move from that hot moment to a cool moment. There's also suicide prevention. If you suspect someone is at an immediate risk of self-harm or hurting another person, make sure to take advantage of the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline by dialing 988. I hope this mental health discussion and resources have been helpful to you. Know there are options out there. Don't go without the care you need. You're worth it. In our next episode, we will discuss eight major problems with the U.S. healthcare system today, I believe awareness is key to help us change and navigate our healthcare system. Until then, get savvy.